Good morning and welcome to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Monica Bryce. Monica is the Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives for BBB Serving Western Ontario. And Ask BBB presents information from and about accredited businesses so that consumers are better informed about products and services they're purchasing. We are all shopping online more and more as a way to avoid contact and possible infection with COVID-19. So later this morning, we will look at BBB News Feature that provides tips for buying furniture online. We're in that time of year when we're inside looking out, and later this morning, we'll talk to Brian Vermont of Budget Blinds to learn about the latest in window dressings. Our first guest this morning will help us to have a good understanding of flooring and what we need to know if we're thinking about changing what is underfoot. We welcome Jim Deakin, owner of Deakin Flooring of London. Good morning, Jim. Thanks for joining. My pleasure, Monica. My pleasure, Jim. So, Jim, before we talk a little bit about, you know, details of the choice of flooring, etc., you know, has COVID-19 changed some of the supply issues that you've had and also some of the protocols, um, you know, as a result of everyone just trying to stay safe? 100%, Monica. We've had to adapt to the new world. There's many phrases that uh, bring us to where we are right now. Our store is prepared for masks, gloves, Our store is prepared for our shop at home business is big. We wear masks when we measure. Clients ask my installers to wear masks when we install. So it's a changing environment. What about the timelines in terms of supplies, Jim? Has that been affected? Uh, Yeah, it's unbelievable. You know, it's not uncommon to get a back order of three to four months any given day on any given product. Wow. So that really is going to have an impact on maybe some of the choices that people make. Um, you know, so if once people go in, they're aware of maybe the timelines associated with a product, what's the first step in them trying to arrange to have that new floor put in? They source out things online. <clears throat> um, they go to websites. Uh, some of them just want numbers over the phone. It's very difficult to have an online flooring business. People want to touch and feel and see what they're going to walk on or provide for their family's well-being or home home value in, increased but at, at the end of the day they contact us either via internet and or by our shop at home number um, 870 rugs and uh, we make appointments give them ideas and check their comfort levels to see if they'll visit the store so what are some of the things that uh, people are considering now um, is carpet still popular or uh, hardwoods what's the trend jim Carpet's very popular, Jim. It's it's interesting you bring that up. <clears throat> There's a new fiber out from a, a major supplier in the States, Mohawk. It's been out probably for about eight years, and it's a renewably sourced polymer. It's made of corn, so it doesn't off-gas. There's very little dust with carpet sales in comparison with hard surface, contrary to popular belief. When you open a door with hard surface, it's like a dandelion flying when we were kids, the dust in, within a home. But bedroom sales are predominantly, as I do shop at homes myself, I don't sit in an ivory tower. Bedroom sales are 19 out of 20 carpet. As we age, the aging population wants warmth. This new fiber you can't stain. But of course, hard surface with the new immersion of vinyl plank and the traditional hardwood still has a very strong main floor and lower level presence. So and when it comes to carpet then, you know, is there a difference or what are the things that people need to consider maybe between low pile or high pile and also how does that impact the cost and maybe even timelines potentially? 
Carpet doesn't seem to be as dramatically as affected by some of the price increases um, and some of the challenges with freights and delivery dates simply because some of the main carpet suppliers are in Georgia. Um, they're in the States. People want to buy, whether it be Monica, a low pile or high pile, they want durability, they want comfort, but they want trust in the person they bought it from. So what, what kind of expectations should we have uh, with a carpet as we look around? How long will carpet last and what are some of the indications, hey, maybe we should replace this? Well, probably the under cushion is, is a premium decision in, in putting carpet in. There are a few different types. You need a dense under pad. You need a good under pad. Manufacturers only slot their warranties into an under pad that is nine millimeters thick and has a density of seven pounds, which is just an under cushion terminology. Um, but a good carpet anymore, you can have installed for between Oh, maybe five to seven dollars a square foot, including under pad and installation, and you should get twenty years out of that, perhaps minus the stairs, as they don't carry the same warranties. So it's not something. It is something that we want to spend a little bit of time thinking about, since it is going to be there for a while. Uh, let's switch the conversation a little bit to hardwood flooring. What are some of the things that people need to consider um, when they're looking at hardwood, or maybe even laminate options? Because some of those options are pretty good um, now, depending on what people's needs are. Absolutely correct, Monica. Hardwood, though, as an owner, I would, I would discourage uh, many sales on the hardwood side uh, for one principal reason, Mother Nature. So hardwood moves dramatically uh, with global warming. Manufacturers now want, uh, most of the manufacturers in an engineered hardwood, which has taken over the sales from solid hardwood by about 10 to 1. Engineered has plywood cores, but they want these products glue-assisted on the installation. So you cleat it, and then you have to purchase an expensive glue and run S-beads along the back of that hardwood, which is number one, added to the cost. The glue could be anywhere from 50 to 80 cents a foot. And number two, the installation time is twice as long. When you used to buy solid hardwood 20 years ago, your humidity factor had to be maintained between 44 and 48%. Um, shouldn't buy solid hardwood near water with cottages. I mean, moisture affects wood opening and closing, cupping, shrinking, etc. Um, so now the boards are much wider. The engineered hardwoods are becoming anywhere from 5 inch to 10 inches wide. So they're more susceptible to cupping and movement. And it is, it is, uh, crapshoot is not a good word, but we assess the environment. We assess the home. Um, we do a lot of pre-work before we make a decision to, work with the client's needs for engineered flooring because all you have to do is one or two rip outs as a mom and pop doing the right thing and understand that it's a changing world out there for the hardwood industry per se. Okay, so then let's talk about some of the great laminate options they are out there. And, um, you know, how, in, in terms of thinking about environments, like, you know, putting them in the kitchen, maybe putting them in bathrooms, like how versatile are they? And um, what do people need to think about if they're wanting to consider laminate? Well, laminate has actually, that's good that you touch on that, Monica. It's actually fallen off a little bit, <clears throat> well, dramatically, actually. There's a new uh, product out there called Vinyl Plank. Vinyl planks are replacing the laminate industry. They are waterproof, very difficult to scratch. They're not a wood product. They are vinyl. They have a pad attached. A lot of the better ones have a rigid core, a stone accent in them so that it prevents from shrinking as much. 
It's easier for a DIY. There's no moisture problems. Laminate was the answer for many, many years, but it's a wood byproduct, sawdust in the middle. If there's water, that product doesn't stand a chance in bathrooms or kitchens. So, Monica, you've raised a good point. But the new industry is probably 40% of my sales um, are vinyl planks that look like hardwood, four or five feet long, six, eight inches wide, clicked together, glue down. It's actually stunning what's happened in that business in the last five years. Well, Jim, we want to thank you very much for your time here this morning. Um, obviously, when it comes to flooring, uh, we could talk for a long time, and people can do that if they visit uh, the store or get in touch with you. Thanks for your time this morning, Jim. All the best, Jim and Monica. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. You're listening to Ask BBB, and we've been talking with Jim Deacon, owner of Deacon Flooring. Search the BBB directory under Flooring to find them. Deacon Flooring is an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. We'll return after a short break to talk about blinds, shades, shutters, and drapes. Once more, I'm Jim Swan with Monica Braz, the Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives with BBB Serving Western Ontario. It seems as we are confined to our homes in our quest to stay safe during the pandemic, home improvements are on the list. One area of change might be window coverings. So today we have with us the owner of Budget Blinds, Brian Vermont. Welcome to Ask BBB, Brian. Thank you very much. So, Brian, the choices in window treatments are pretty extensive. You know, besides budgets, what would be some of the things that people should consider when making a choice or going in and starting the exploration process? One, one big thing that, that sometimes people don't uh, think about is, is the child safety aspect of, of window coverings. A lot of people are not aware of the uh, danger posed by dangling cords to uh, young children or, or potentially pets. So that's something we definitely want to want to mitigate, if not eliminate. Um, another one is automation, whether you want to manually operate your window coverings or whether you want to have Google or Siri or Alexa, you know, do that for you with voice activation or remote control. Um, and, and I guess just just in general, window coverings are really a, a, a blend of function and fashion. So you have to know what you like the look of, which you can find out on on, you know, by, by looking at a lot of pictures online and getting great ideas on Instagram. But you also have to know what, what you want the function of the window covering to be in terms of light control, privacy, uh, temperature control, and, uh, you know, whether it's you, you like to have the window fully exposed or whether you like the window to kind of have something on it uh, all, the, all the time. So what are some of the most popular choices um, now in 2020? Most popular, the most popular choice that, that has really been coming on strong for a couple of years, I would say, is those automated smart shades that I was just referring to. We have a supplier we work with uh, called Lutron uh, and, and our smart home collection as well. Uh, roller shades uh, are probably our most popular product category, whether they're automated or, or still manually done. People just seem to like the clean, simple lines of roller shades. And roller shades now, there's beautiful, beautiful fabrics that are available for, uh, for roller shades. And people seem to like the, the clean, simple uh, lines of that product. So, um, so that's, a, that's a really popular product category, as well as California shutters. We still do a ton of, of California shutters because they're, they're just a, you know, a, a timeless and very durable option. Can I just ask quickly, how smart are the smart uh, coverings? <laughs> do they, do they do you, is it a remote control or do they actually uh, respond to the environment? That, that's sort of the difference between 
what we would refer to as being a, a smart or an automated shade versus motorization. Motorization is kind of where it started in its basic form. You know, you just have a remote control and you push up and you push down. And sometimes that's good for a window that is maybe difficult to reach. Or if you have, you know, a sunroom with 15 windows in it and you don't want to have to go around and, and manually yeah. operate those shades. Well, you can just push one button and they'll all go at once. But when it comes to the smart ones, they'll, they have an app. And so you can operate them from your home or from anywhere. Uh, you can schedule them. So if you just know the sun comes over that side of the house at about one o'clock in the afternoon and it's just, uh, you know, beaming in your, your great room windows from one till five every day, you can just set it that Monday to Friday, you know, you just want them to drop down at a certain time and then go back up again. Um, and you can get sun sensors for them as well. You can set it uh, even on, on a deviation from sunrise and sunset. So if you, if you know that you want them, you, you know, the shades in your bedroom to go up 30 minutes after sunrise every day, factoring in daylight savings time, you can do that. So they're, 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 they're pretty darn smart. I like the idea of that because then you can be lying in bed and the sun can be coming into your window and you didn't have to get up and do anything for it. That's a great idea. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about then fit because um, do these products, uh, you know, are they some standard sizes that people can just pick from or at what point do you need to consider customization? 100% of the time you need to consider customization. Um, we, we don't, at, at least we don't carry anything that's, that's a standard size. All of our suppliers, um, everything's, depending on the product, either measured down to an eighth or a sixteenth of an inch in, in terms of the size to fit the window properly. So um, there is no such thing really as a, as a standard size window or, or a standard size window covering. Everything is done exactly just, just custom to fit for each, each window for each client. What are some of the most common problems that people run into with shutters and blinds, Brian? One of the most common problems would be uh, things maybe not fitting properly because they, they tried to, to measure it themselves and, and didn't, didn't have uh, a, a professional do it. You know, another common, I, I, I think it's not to repeat myself, but just, just being unaware of the risk posed by these dangling cords to, to young kids. So not knowing, you know, that there's, that there's options that are available where you virtually every single shade on the market. Now you can either get in a manual cordless version or you can get it motorized. And just, so there's really, there's really just no need to have all those, all those strings and cords and chains anymore. Um, and then, I mean, other than that, from an operational standpoint, if, if you, if you have a good quality, uh, uh, custom window covering from a from a, a, a good quality supplier. If as long as it's being used properly, you know, and, and you're not being rough with it, I mean, they they last for years and years and years. So, Brian, you know, one of the things that we were talking about uh, earlier in the show is also just the demand of things in London. So everyone seems to be really busy, especially with anything related to home renovations. So how does Budget Blinds maintain a culture of trust and integrity, despite the fact that there's so much demand and, you know, you have so many moving parts, especially after catching up of the, you know, with the COVID close down? A really, really important aspect of what we do is, is communication. And it, se and it seems so, so simple, but right now, uh, some things maybe do take a, a week or a little bit longer 
than they otherwise normally would have. But we're, we're notifying people of that up front and uh, often we're pleasantly surprised that it's quicker. But uh, clear communication, I, I think, is, a, is fundamental to what we do. And other than that, it's really, I don't think people have, uh, have unrealistic expectations. I think most people just want you to do what you say you're going to do. And we try to treat people how we would like to be treated. And that's about it. It's pretty basic. Well, Brian, we want to thank you for taking time to cover the topic of blinds, curtains, drapes, and so on this morning. Thanks for being uh, with us here on Ask BBB. Well, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Brian Vermont is the owner of Budget Blinds. Budget Blinds is an accredited business with the BBB with an A-plus rating. Search blinds, curtains, drapery, or window coverings, and you'll find them with links to their website and social media pages. In a moment, considerations and concerns when choosing to buy furniture online. Welcome back to this final segment of Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan, and I'm here with Monica Braz, who is the Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives for BBB Serving Western Ontario. Well, Monica, we're always talking about the BBB.org website and some of the information that's available there for both consumers and for businesses. Absolutely. Sometimes people aren't aware about how much information they can find on BBB.org. The website is being used more and more, though, as people are turning to the Internet for shopping, for communicating with friends and family, and even for meetings. In fact, we're using an Internet application to record this program each week. And one of the recent articles in the news section on BBB.org was a, a tip on buying furniture online. That article was actually in response to the fact that online purchases of home products and furnishings have nearly doubled. The article notes the increase reflects the home improvements many homeowners are making as parents shop for desks, for homeschooling and learning, and as well as employees who have firmly switched to working from home, and so they're looking for appropriate furniture. Okay, so let's just go over some of the highlights of the article that people can read for themselves if they go to bbb.org and the website there. Well, one of the first recommendations is to deal with reputable dealers. And of course, you can find those in the BBB business directory. Once you've chosen a dealer, one thing you want to do is to become familiar with their return and refund policy. Furniture items are generally heavy, so shipping can be quite costly. And the coronavirus pandemic might mean that there are special restrictions for delivery and returns. So what are some of the things to look for when it comes to shipping, Monica? Well, in the article, you'll go into more details about some of the typical shipping options, and each may have a different cost associated with them. But there's options like front door delivery, um, right inside your home delivery, white glove delivery. As well, when it comes to delivery, you may want to make sure that you first measured your space to be certain that the furniture will fit through the doors, and of course, that it'll fit the space that you've intended it for. Make sure you do measurements of the hallways, the doorways, and even the ceiling heights because that piece of furniture will need to be carried through sometimes um, quite extensively through your home and those may form restrictions. So we can measure, we can be fairly sure that the furniture will fit. But what about some of the other considerations like coloring and the feel of the fabric and so on that you'd think you'd want to do in person? 
Yeah, it's funny. All of this can be done online now. The article brings out some really good tips on, for example, choosing colors and fabrics. It's suggested that you talk to your retailer either over the phone or through chat and email so that you can find out as much as possible about the piece of the furniture. Um, sometimes they can even send you fabric swatches. Another thing is to find reviews on the product and search the internet to see if there's other businesses that offer the same product so you can do a price and quality comparison or read reviews about that product. And one of the final tips in the article is to inspect the furniture when it's delivered to make sure that there's no damage, missing pieces, or that it's the correct size and fabric, et cetera, that you chose to purchase. Monica, reading an article like this one on the BBB.org website is kind of like reading the instructions before you use a, a new appliance, except in this case, it's, it's before you even order it. So. Reading instructions is always a good place to start, but, but right now it's time to finish. Now that's all our time for this edition of Ask BBB. If you have a question or a guest suggestion, tweet us at hashtag AskBBB. And if you're interested in becoming a BBB accredited business, visit us online at BBB.org and become part of one of the largest business networks in North America. And thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Monica Braz. Remember, ask BBB. And start with trust.